I am Goran Novaković and you're listening to Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to episode 145 of the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm Fabio Molly, your host. I have a very interesting episode this week with Goran Novikov. Goran is the founder of the 10 Pro Junior Global Tour. I only recently found out about these events through a coaching friend of mine, and I'm glad he told me all about them. Goran and his team run an impressive set of events for under 10s to under 15s around the world. As you know, traveling abroad to tournaments is expensive, booking flights late, not knowing when you check out, maybe only getting max one or two matches. The fun can wear off pretty quick if you're a junior or a parent. The 10 Pro events solve many of these problems, guaranteeing a week-long run of matches, options to play up an age group as well as play your own age group, knowing when you'll check out, booking flights early to guarantee the cheaper option, and players are also treated like pros. I really wish I was a young tennis player with the opportunity to play these events because they sound magical. Goran tells us all about it. It's really interesting and I know you're going to enjoy it. Before we get started, shout out to our podcast sponsor, Slinger. They make the awesome portable ball machine, the Slinger Bag. If you need to know any information about it, you can send me a message on Instagram. You can send me an email and I'm more than willing to help you answer your burning questions or else you can head over to the Slinger Bag website at slingerbag.com and find out all the information on the Slinger Bag and find out how to order one. Okay, let's get chatting to Goran. Hi, Goran. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. How are you? Uh, hi, I'm doing well. Hope you're the same with you. Very good here. I must say, before we get started, you have the best tennis name in the world, Goran <laughs> Novakovic. You've sort of, I was thinking, he must. you must have changed your name at some stage to come up with this name full of tennis legends. Yeah, that is a combination of the many of them, but this is uh, actually true name. Yeah, nice. And you run some great, tennis events for for juniors the 10 pro events and i think i've posted nine over nine thousand videos on functional tennis are very close to it and i don't think we've ever posted a 10 pro video and we've we post all age groups all levels i've heard of 10 pro but i've never looked into it too deeply until recently one of the coaches i know really well recommended to get in contact with you and have a chat with you and find out a bit more about your events and a lot of our listeners are parents and younger players and parents with kids obviously who play tennis so i'm intrigued to find out about the event so maybe first of all tell us a bit about you your background in tennis and how the idea of the 10 pro events came about well, that's actually the very easy. Many, many years ago, I was all my life involved in tennis, uh, first of all, and uh, and the playing, but for sure the marketing side of the story. And like 10 years ago, I have the son who was, uh, I still have him, of course, who is uh, playing uh, at the highest level than juniors. And uh, and we was visiting uh, one to another of Tennis Europe's or uh, ITFs. And we see the shortcoming, you know. So then was uh, then was decision was very clearly made actually that we want to improve the path of the junior tennis. That was the that was the decision was or to follow what existing or to create something what is uh, suitable to this decade, to this age, to this development, and uh, to create a path for younger players. And that that was the behind the story, and that's what we created. We started with a 
under the 10, only the one category, only the, that's the why name is 10 Pro, you know, and uh, Global Junior Tour, but it's a very, very early age after the one tournament, actually even before the one tournament, the interest was enormous and uh, worldwide. We had the first tournament with, a, I believe, 40 different countries and uh, then developed like it, like the cell that we go to under the 11, 12, 13 and so on and so on. End of the day, we end up to, with uh, playing on all continents, all over the globe, best places where you can be. And uh, and uh, with the 100 and almost 50, I believe 149 countries in the moment present. So that that's how everything go very quickly. That's pretty quick. And what shortcomings did you see back when you were with your kid? One of the things is what makes us unique whatever in globe is that uh, we play the tournament we are all organization the same we are all traveling the same so the, if you go to the, the, the particular i don't need to mention it doesn't matter is uh, which organization is they're having the tournaments with the same name in different countries but they are never the same or is a different uh, mentality or different organization stage or different things so shortcoming with the means of that part that is never same level of organization that's the number one so it's, uh, many of them are unfortunately not the uh, highest professional level, let's say, especially not in a young age. Second thing is, is that biggest shortcoming is, is the fact that you cannot treat the players, the juniors, same like you treated the ATP players. So that means from many angles, from the, from the financial part until the logical part, technical part, you cannot expect that somebody go to travel to Canada, by example, to play one match, to losing and winning, and then depending on that, with the, all the consequences of that, tomorrow need to get the flights back and uh, to pay three times, you know, all this uncertainty and the pressure of the juniors, you cannot expect that. It might, it may happen once, and never more that guy travel to Canada. So, uh, yeah. so basically, when we created what we created, is that uh, I can explain a little bit more uh, later. But this, it's a uh, few things. You know, year ahead. If you play the tournament, is open year ahead to tra- to register it. You have all the tools from the trainings, from the hotels, from the flights and discount. You have all the all the necessary tools to make it cheapest and possible way. Also for you as a, as the worker, uh, for your family, for your school, for your player. He stay whole week. He play guaranteed at four or eight matches, depending to play one or two categories. Many many different things happens worth it. And then you know when you travel. Or you travel, example, by, by the group of the federation of the club. You don't depending on under the 10 or 11, because most of the time you have like two, three, four, five, six players. So if you have one week uh, under the 12, under week under the 14, you're just not pulling a to, together group to go. And when you go to 10 Pro, you go from a, all ages. So it's just very easy to you to, to pull a trip together. So it's many, many technical part, but also development part so it's both actually and that's why we mix it the temporal global junior tour that's interesting so what you're saying is there's these junior tours around the world so i'm going to use for example i'm going to say tennis europe and they host tournaments in every country but different people run those tournaments the same people aren't there every week so there's different standards and yeah you don't know what you're going to expect when you go to these tournaments plus as you say you might play one match and you have to go home the next day. Well, it's not that you're going to play one match. is a, is a fact. In the first day, 50% are going to lose. Doesn't matter which of the 50% is they are losing. They say they may have the back draw on those days, but the before not, and uh, and they may have the double, but they are ha- having the single as well. Second day, so that means there is another 25% gone. So third day actually happens 25% of the players on site, which is not effective for anybody. And uh, most of the time, they are the best players anyway. 
best on the national level. So that means that they are preparing, they are facing the hotels, rest, all the things. So basically from first and second day, it's tough to anybody anyway, because if you expect somebody to come in from far away, they need a few days of adaptation, language, where to eat, where to sleep, how to go to site, and all, all these things. And they doesn't have the chance. If they, they wake up, they are already on a plane, go back to their home country. So basically, it's only 10, 20% is running the story, you know, that, that semi-final playoffs, let's say. And they having the, enough matches to, to be worth a trip to get those four or five matches and so on. But everybody else, and that's like a big, big majority. It's like 95% of the players. They only suffer from that tournament, particularly. Only have the negative benefits. So we change that. So we, we, we everybody play for uh, for own position. What we're seeing is, is incredible. Is a position 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 35, you name it. They are fighting same like every final. Because for them, it is the final. The guy from India playing guy from uh, Pakistan or... or uh, Macedonia, Europe, whatever you name it, for them is the final. They they fighting and they already play four, five, six matches. Even they are position thirty five, so uh, it makes much more worth it. Yeah, that's interesting because obviously players, there's an ex- as you mentioned, there's an expense to travel to these tournaments, and players after one, two, three times this happens, they may even quit playing tennis because it's really tough and you get disillusioned. So I think you're often a great solution there. So maybe tell me, Goran. What is the format? So let's say there's your is red ball, sorry, green ball, the, the under 10s. When there's a green ball tournament, maybe you can tell me the format. What can a parent and child expect if they show up to one of your events? Well, we are running the events, uh, like I said, under the 10 is youngest category and under the 16 is oldest category. It's separated per year of birth. So the 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. First biggest change is that you can play two categories. So that give you an example, if you are on the 10, you can play under the 10, or you can play under the 10 and under the 11, always one year ahead, which is 99% players choosing to play. Then you have the eight matches during the seven days, which is basically every day the match, So, which is great. Then question about the uh, draw is, is customized draw. It means that only the four players doesn't know anything about anything. They are playing until semifinals. Winners go like a grand slam. Winners go to the final and losers go to third, fourth place match. Everybody else, in some point, lose the match. And then they get an opponent from their own level, also to lose the same moments. So basically, it's created that everybody fighting in own tennis level, whatever your level is on that moment. And also created positions at that level. So that means exactly we know who is one, two, three, four, five, six, and until 100. Technical parties allowed us to, we don't uh, and depend anymore on the old way school, let's say, for 32, draw, 48, 64. We don't depend on that. We can have any number. can be 57, can be 63, can be any number of the players. So it's, it's much more convenient in many, many, many different ways. And besides that, what you're saying, just go back to the mentioning that organization, different countries, different levels. That's true. That's also depending on, uh, on the who are running the tournament, but also depending on the conditions where you are. And those conditions are, are not always the same, you know. And, uh, and we create exactly the same conditions. It doesn't matter you play in a Rafa Nadal Academy where you play, or you play in uh, IMG in the States, or you play in Melbourne, or we play in Dubai, or, or Novak Djokovic, or Kim Kleistas, or Muratoglu, I can most likely forget many of them. It's conditions are the same, exactly the same. Or uh, uh, execution and operation of the team is the same and condition the same. So basically, everybody experiences some sort of uh, 
small Grand Slam level for the juniors. That's why it sounds like an ATP or WTA tour event for these juniors catered for them. We tried. We tried and we give them the best. You say the, the conditions are always the same. Do you mean like there's, it's just hardcore only? Is that what no. you mean? And the format's the same? No, I mean I mean, uh, format is the same. I mean execution is the same. I mean uh, the personnel behind the computer is the same. Media running is the same. Every fact that we prepare before the tournament so to help, it's a one thing. We always created from an angle not of organization, but on the angle of the parents, coaches, and players. They are most important for us because we know if they are going to do not only to, let's say, be satisfied, but just to enjoy completely on the program what we were pulling them, they will be coming back. So it's, it's, not, a, it's not a pressure. Uh, uh, things is just the best uh, reclam in the world is, uh, is, is uh, to tell each other, you know. So basically, is uh, we try to all the time to improve in their mindset what they what they want to have and what they enjoy it. So they have enjoyed a lot of matches, coaching on court, uh, uh, many many months before preparation because then is a cheaper flight. Then is you can uh, uh, arrange your job uh, that you get a week free. Kids get a school week free. You know when you when you go to the hotel, you know exactly the time that you fly in and fly out it doesn't matter whether you're losing first day or we're losing third day or we're losing five day mm. and uh, so many many different components and but at the same time work for organizational side because in a in a then you know uh do you can prepare that uh, catering or you can prepare a restaurant for him or can healthy food for them sponsoring you name it so for for both sizes works uh, perfectly because everybody know a year ahead what is going to happen yeah no that that's good and so you've your draws, do you rank players? Do you seed players? How do you seed them based on Tennis Europe events or do you have your own internal ranking system? Well, we, we have a, a base then on many, uh, that was a nice discussion actually. Many years ago, so we had the 18-point rules. It's too complicated to explain. It's, it's a de- this development on the, on the national, because even you are 10 years old, it doesn't exist of 11 or 12, doesn't exist of many country, even national. Yeah. So how you can expect it to that the kids go into international level? Those days you have the UTR, but it's irrelevant. And we're working with the UTR is still great, but they are great guys. There's uh, no question about it. They are trying to pull it like before, like we are PR pioneers started in, and uh, they're pulling the many things together. But still, it's a lot of countries that doesn't use the UTR. So it's, it's you cannot you cannot compete with that. So basically, we competed on many things. And that was the 18-point rules where we uh, counted is uh, like uh, your level, your presentation, sometimes video, your results, your, but depending on age, depending on many things. But end of the day, officially, we're not seated players. We're just doing the draw. But unofficially, of course, we know who is there, who is uh, playing uh, everywhere. And we have indeed interna- uh, internal ranking system, uh, Tempro Global Junior 2 ranking system, which is uh, score your points and earn your rewards. So it's completely different okay. ranking system than anything else. We don't competing with anybody else. We're just trying to put something back to junior tennis. And uh, by listen to the name, score your points, earn your rewards. It means that we back up with the prices. So if you are number one, uh, you're getting uh, those days Wilson contract to go to Wicks, uh, Rafa Nadal Academies uh, or different kind of prices and two and getting another things, three getting another things. And so, so basically what we tried first time in history again, we tried to back up that that the juniors and uh, and uh, parents getting something back, not only to spend the money and to go to travel to play, but also to get something back from the, their achievements. So it's not only the points, but it's also back up the prices. That's the day. That's nice. 
And if you are hosting a tournament, let's say tomorrow is the launch date for a 10 Pro event in, I don't know, the Rafa Nadal Academy, is it invite only? Can any junior participate? How do you choose who plays and who doesn't? Well, we, uh, in a first, there is a registration form, but in, a, in a many, many weeks, sometimes months before the tournaments are always fully booked. The example, Rafa Nadal was uh, finished. Uh, Coincidentally, two or three weeks ago, and it was uh, 420 numbers, and it was uh, almost 180, 190, almost 200 players in the waiting list. They are not getting in. Well, this depending on, on many occasions, but we try to put in several uh, perspectives. First one, we not allowed uh, any country, even as a home country, to get the highest number of the players, not, let's say, not potentially protected by the other ones so not to have the too much dividing so everybody to get the chance and it's always difficult because if you are number one in nepal of of malaysia then it's a little bit different than you're number one in england or or france mm. most of the time but not always so so you give you try to give and that's the name global junior tour so it's not european global tour it's a global junior tour so that's why we we try to give the chance to best players from all over the globe and sometimes they just uh surprise and getting the great results sometimes not but it is this is the how we try to feed the balance to the best players to be accepted from everywhere nice and i would not like to see your email customer support of parents whose players didn't get in i'm sure you have a hard time dealing with that that's true that's true that's like 300 mails per day oh yeah Did you know we have over 170 great episodes with coaches, players, trainers, and experts working at the highest level of the game? Tap the subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss out on the latest episodes of the podcast. And to listen to our great back catalog of episodes with the biggest game changers in tennis, go to functionaltennispodcast.com. And who's the most famous players you had? So tell us some previous winners. I do know Linda Fruvatova, who mm-hmm. had a great run there in Miami. Was it Indian Wells or Miami? Yeah, it was in Miami. In Miami, sorry. She, as a, she beat, I know Azarenka retired, but she had a good win before that. And then she went through against Azarenka. Well, she was beating Azarenka as well. She won the set and, uh, and three love. And uh, then she will be clearly beat her as well. And that's the pity that Azarenka quit because then will be, you know, then will be much uh, nicer to, to beat her, really. Yeah. And yeah, then she played uh, Paolo Badoza. Yeah. But she's what, 16? Yeah, she's, she's 2005. G- yeah. Going to cause a storm on the tour. But w- what other players have played your events that we would know of? Well, that the got uh, many of them. And that's the reason why we do keep doing this, what we're doing. And that's the reason why we started to doing to to clearly give them the path. And at some point, some of them going early to that path. Uh, Linda was an example. Linda started with us like uh, Linda and her sister, Brenda, actually. She had a younger sister, Brenda, which is also incredible players, which I don't have doubts that you're yeah. going to hear in a few years about her as well, maybe even before. They are visiting us since they were seven or eight years old or nine years old. They are very, very young, started, play many tournaments with us. Not that particularly all of them won, won actually, but the, most of them are or winning or going to the end of stage. And I was remembering that a very small anecdote about uh, Linda. She was playing our tournament in Germany. Koblenz, we had at that time tournament, and uh, she was playing first round. She was 4-1 up in the first set, and she was complaining medical timeout. And, uh, and uh, No, she was uh, 2-1 up and a medical timeout. Just started, and she had a very big pain in a, in a, in a foot or something, was uh, shoes or something. So we changed the shoes, and uh, you know we tried to help her, and she ended up with a 4-1, so like uh, 20 minutes long games, 20 minutes later, 
the exchange and then she quit because it was so much pain that she cannot play but she played like like 4-1 uh, was very long it was clay match it was like uh, 35 minutes you know and uh, go to hospital and she have the broke and two pieces on the on the on the, on the beam and a, on a, on a two and two on the front and the back ended up coming back with the gibbs and everything and doctor said this is uh, i never saw it that somebody played 35 minutes with this injury you know it was clearly broken in a, in a, in a first game and she ended up with adrenaline playing still five games you know so that's the brand up that's Alinda, sorry so so that's that's the how how you know the fighter how you know the spirit how you recognize the the, the... so we are very very happy with her still on the good contacts and uh, she's sending us pictures and uh, you know we have the it's it's a it's a it's a good things when you when you're seeing like that we have the many of them like that it's not only that linda is is uh in the girl size there are sofia from belgium uh it's also top juniors in the world at the moment then you have uh alexandra ella from philippines uh which was a winner of our kim kleises tournament uh, many years ago and uh we remember her talk about service and everything and uh she's now i believe number one or number two in the, in the, in the itf and juniors and she won just the australian opens and the doubles and uh, australian open and, uh, and i don't know you know it's it's a it's a many many yeah. many of them and uh, many of them were warning the prestigious like like uh, orange balls like uh European Championships, like Eddie Herr, like uh, many, many those those kind of tournaments, and now Grand Slams as well in the juniors. So basically, if you look, what interesting for us is is uh, most likely I will be forget something. Matilda is also one of them from England, so I will be forget some of them. Uh, so excuse me for that. But it's, it's like uh, what we are always love lovely to see is like top hundred, and there are like 50, 60, 65 of them are go to Trampor, you know, at some stage. And and that was our satisfaction actually. So is is that somber somber number one? And the moment is number one or two or three, but is uh, is always a top ten few of them, and always a lot of them on the hundreds. And how many events around the world do you host every year? Uh, between fourteen and sixteen, depending on the COVID time, was changed to that a little bit. All continents we have the in Africa we have Cairo in. Uh, in Europe, we have everywhere from Novak, from, from Rafa, from uh, Paris, uh, Geneva, Switzerland, uh, Netherlands. Uh, I don't know, is it like, like many Muratoglu and Nice, uh, many of them in Europe. Then we have the uh, Melbourne in the, in Australia. We have the Dubai, Middle East. We have the Georgia, Bilisi, and uh, Ozblock. Maybe I forget somebody. Yeah, of course, we have the United States. There's uh, IMG, it's, uh, it's uh, Sanchez Casal. So in Miami we have as well. So basically we are covered the whole whole globe when we want. You just asked before how do we have the chance to have tournament somewhere else? I believe the list is like believe of not fifty fifty two location. They are waiting list to do to 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 get the approval to tempro because we cannot be at the same time to the same same quality. We don't want to be uh, let's say McDonald's to have the one uh, one uh, brand and then go to the to the uh, to all over the world. We want to deliver the same quality everywhere. That's very important to us. So when when you're doing this way, then you just limit it with the with the numbers. So you're looking for specific high quality centers, maybe with a recognized name already. Well, the the sometimes recognized name, sometimes not. But it's what is very important to us is that uh, that we are on the same page with the running. The is not like one more tournament. It's like every tournament is a special for itself. And uh, and uh, and the quality is there because the players expected that. that that's the what what uh, I, that's the one of the things what we discovered that ten years ago in the beginning 
I was feeling that uh, in some of the tournaments, somewhere, the reality of the respecting the parents, coaches, visitors, players, it was not on a level that we want to put it. And uh, it was, it was if they spend it, I don't know, some uh, significant amount of the money, time, and uh, involvements and everything for kids for uh, seven, eight, nine, and ten years, we they know that it's still long time between the go to the profs. Then we need at least to do it the same amount of the of the involvements to protect them with the quality that they, they're looking for it. So that's 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 how we feel all the time by Tempro. And what's the entry fee to play every tournament? Entry, entry fee is ninety five euros, regardless where you play in the world. So it's it's the same for Europe. It's the same for states. It's the same for Dubai. It's the same everywhere. Which if if you calculate that how many guaranteed matches you're playing, it's uh, speaking for himself. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good price. And of course, not forget not forget the one fact is that we try to put in a tournaments, which is a wow factor called it uh, there. So if you go to Rafa Nadal, that's obviously one of the kind. We give him some sessions. Uh, Tony uh, Tony Nadal give the clinics uh, or uh, or a lecture or, or uh, uh, questioning and answering and uh, and uh, they learn so many things. If we go to the Muratoglu, they they sing the the Serena, they training with the Patrick. They we organize the kids clinics with the Patrick Muratoglu. There is Novak. There is you name it. It's the same with the Boris Becker tournament. It's the same with Kim Kleiss tournament. It's the same with the. Nick Bolotteri tournament in the IMG, so it's a, it's a, not only the tournament; it's much more in the in the whole pictures because that kind of experience you cannot get anywhere. I, I'm trying to figure out in my head how do you actually finance this operation because, you know, it, it's not that expensive to enter, but you're providing so much value there in these unbelievable locations. Well, financial from the story, it's a Robin Hood story, you know. It's uh, is nobody going to be the rich here. We just try it to give our best because it's a group of the. In meantime, is uh, many of the people like me who are working. I, you only see me, but there's many Gorans in our organizations, which is the tennis fanatics, you know. And we still, uh, at this very moment, my son is in a, with a coach in a, in a three thousand kilometer further in, a, in Istanbul playing in some tournament. So you know, we're just loving what we're doing. That's that's the basic stop formula, and of course. There are many people who recognize that love the same in the same time. So we are happily not alone. We have the great sponsors. Only few of them is it's a it's a it's a Wilson, by example. It's a from day one, even before day one, even before we started, we are partnering mm. with the Wilson, and they recognize completely the new project, new line, new everything. They support us until very last. Still, but this is not only support. This is the Wilson is much more than sponsor to us. This is like a, example. Ask yourself. I just tell you that you mentioned the Linda example. Look which racket Linda using. That's the only example. Don't, don't yes. ask how he ended up in the Wilson, you know. So, of course, she ended up through us many, 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 many years ago when she was like a girl like this. And that kind of family feelings and, and, and not only between them, but between us, between everybody. So, Wilson is like a really, really uh, one of the biggest and is is a bigger sponsor that we have and it's uh, not only the sponsor it's just part of the deal and that counts also for another ones we have the Dasbo coffee we have uh, Zenis uh, video technology before it was a play side and uh, so the, the, that's how we financial hold the story it's uh, it's not only the, the 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 95 euros doesn't cover that your trip to the to the states with the team you know but is uh, it's a love 
is you just uh, you just when you're getting the Linda or some Brenda or somebody getting the pictures from this Miami, that's the worth it, you know. And just to be clear for listeners, the ninety five euros doesn't cover accommodation or flights. No, no not operational things. It it may cover the. Uh, uh, it may cover. I don't know. I'm not financial guy from the part here. No, not for you. For the parents. For the kids. No, they they are not covering that. But there are several things which we prepared year ahead. Example: we get in the progress to help them with the special hotels, which are nearest by or cheapest by or best one and the different category. Of course, you have sometimes two, three stars hotels, but you have also five star hotel in Dubai. Is a hotel Atlantis where we play, which is one of the luxury one in the world. You know. So you try to put it all together for them. Then when they paying the 95 euros for a registration, they most likely getting the three or 400 euros back from the discount from that hotel. That's the way, you know, so you already pay a lot. Of, uh, then even you go flying, uh, return tickets, buying uh, many, many months before, it's uh, maybe 20% of the real price yeah. that you're going to pay it and, and when you don't know you fly somewhere. So it's many ways how you, you earn actually multiple times the 95 back to you. Yeah, no, I just want to be, I just want to get that clear because some people may think 95 euros would cover everything. So you're at these tournaments all the time. You're dealing with parents, kids all the time. What have you learned? What lessons can you tell parents that you've learned in all the years you've been doing this and all the people you've dealt with? Well, to be honest, I learn every single day through every single formula. It's not a cliche. That is a really story that doesn't matter how you think you know. It's when you deal with the youngest players, with the new ones, with the coming ones, with the parents, you always learn something if you are open to learn it. I never forget the one registration formula for one boy from Kazakhstan 10, 10 many years ago. He says, and it was one of the questions, your greatest wish, most of the players answering it to be number one in the world or, you know, similar. He says, uh, I always win. And so I thought in the beginning, I don't know, maybe maybe some sort of arrogance, maybe I, I'm not sure what I should expect it, you know. Uh, so I meet him. But he was not the best player. He was uh, he was fighting for position, uh, not best in that tournament. So he was uh, very young mm-hmm. and, uh, and ten years old and uh, playing for position twenty five something. And uh, I meet him and I says, uh, you know, I read your formula and uh, when we accept you and uh, what you meaning with the, you always win? Do you always win in Kazakhstan or or you know? He says no. I always win. All or I win or I learn. So then I realized that he teach me actually. He, that's true. He always winning. The regardless mm-hmm. of he winning in the match, he learn. If he lose the match, he learn uh, conditions, uh, way of playing, why he losing. He always analyzing. So that's why I keep it for myself. That's true. I we, we always winning exact always organization because we learn so much of them, so much of the of everything. So that that's what keep me in a in mindset. That's a nice story. And what advice would you have for parents out there who? get stressed out over their kids. You know, it, it's a stressful, it shouldn't be, but it is. And some are better at it and some aren't. Well, the parents are, to, uh, to be honest, uh, we had the first few years played without coaching court. We played normal rules, let's say. And that happens a lot of things. Parents get crazy, some of them, and and, and it happens all the things uh, around it. Then we introduced, then every, and that time, every single player, around I don't know, 70% of them, Go after the first set, go to toilet. It was like 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 toilet fall all the time. And consider the fact that we play in some loca- locations with the 20, 30 courts at the same time, you can imagine how many go that up to the toilet. <laughs> and uh, it's what happens. We introduced the uh, coaching accord, which is also allowed to parent to coach if it is parent to coach. 
Since then, to be honest, parents' behavior is reduced 85%. There is very few, maybe two per, per day, they are going to go to the toilet, or suddenly nobody going to go to the toilet anymore, because they know. After the set, they're getting the coaching on court. They, they're getting their own time to tell the kids what, whatever they want to teach them. So just be a behavior and watch the time. And of course, one of the things what we, this is technical part, what we introducing in a, in a differently than a different tournament. Most of the tournaments is that you have uh, one supervisor, they are writing and uh, it's not enough to erupt, or in our optic. We try to provide it one per court or one per two court at least. And one per court sometimes difficult depending when you play so many. But uh, one per two courts, uh, that supervisor is there because you have the different languages, different mentalities, different uh, surfaces, different everything. So we want to keep it a high level quality of the, you know, don't mess with the rules, you know, and it works. So in that terms, parents are much more calmer last few years than before. Nevertheless, it's always the difference in some of them. But uh, I think we have a great uh, understanding between each other. Nice. Uh, because we are the we are a whole team. One of the good things, and maybe maybe the key things is we are themselves parents, or our kids are training and playing somewhere else. So we know exactly what the parents' behavior is. Not only the tour, but also to I am the parent of the, that kid to myself. So I I know what they're expecting. You know. You understand. And what percentage of those juniors that come to your tournaments bring a coach? Maybe 30-40%. Never getting analyzing directly on that, but uh, most of them coming with the parents in the early age, so maybe 60% of the parents. I believe, let's say 30% can be the, with the coaches, and another 10% is a mix. Is a mix. They, they, they go or with academy or, or, or they coming with the, co- with the parents and then join academy coach or, or, or a renter coach or whatever they're doing. But uh, many of them doing in those days with the coach as well, yeah. And do you find that the kids with a coach or come part of an academy structure are the ones who you see getting to the, I don't know, top five, top eight at the end of the week? Or it's a, at, that, at that young age, it's mixed up? Everything is mixed up. Uh, not only the young age, it's also the, the, the oldest ages. Uh, quality is always the fact that they win the end of the story. So the, the, in my optic, if you are with the parents or with a coach or with the academy, it's still depending how quality players is. But this is the beginning of development. And then is the different question, what is the path of that kids need to, to follow? Do they need to go to the academies or they need to follow with a, with a private coach or this, this but this is also depending on the culture where are you coming from do you coming from the west europe when they used to it to do it this system do you coming from a middle east where is used mm-hmm. to it to another system do you you know it's it's a it's actually particularly per player specific story it's no general story in that Okay, interesting. And my final question, Goran, is what is next for Tem Pro? <laughs> my colleagues will be telling you next is a Mars. <laughs> that's the that's the user will tell us in the meetings. Well, basically, we achieved everything what we want to have the long term goals in 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 terms of the five years, ten years, like business wise programming. We already achieved that. So now is not anymore the question where we can be because basically we are present in a, at least top ten biggest size in a, where we should be. So there is, of course, there is still a lot of nice things where we want to be. And uh, so 
no question about it. So it's, it's still goals that we're going to achieve. But at the moment, we just try to, call, to focus on that uh, happily COVID is behind us, looks like this, and then uh, to make the as highest as possible quality uh, services for the players, coaches, and parents. And when we provide that, then doesn't matter where in the world you are, it's, uh, it's succeeded. And do you see yourself ever moving into 16, 17, 18 age no. group? Uh, we have the many requests so that's many years to go beyond 18, beyond 16, to go to 18, to even go to seniors, to even go to wheelchairs, to everybody. We had a discussion with, the, with, with all of them, uh, mm. ended by Padel. You know, this is the nature of if you are doing what we're doing, uh, it's a lot of communication between and you're getting all this uh, informations. And uh, But no, we are clearly uh, decided uh, 10 years ago and we keep uh, doing uh, uh, as long as we can. We want to follow the junior because, again, make no mistake about it, the, the ITFs and, and, and another another great tournament, they are existing, they are established, they are, they are, they are playing and they are... They are bringing the kids to, uh, like Linda now, to Miami. We don't have nothing to do with that tournament. Even if we play in the same Miami, our juniors. So uh, it's it's a question is we want to guide them to go to that stage, to have the chance to join that level. And to that guidance, this is the something what we want to be part of it and what we are doing and happily works perfectly. Beyond that, not necessary to, to, to do anything because... The, all the established projects already existing and they are great. Nice. Goran, I wish I was 10 myself and I could yeah. go back and play those tournaments uh, or play them now. But thank you very much. That's a really great story. I'm glad I came across you and to hear your story and obviously these events, which I'll follow a lot more closely myself now. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. We wish uh, to the all your auditorium all the best. Hopefully we'll be seeing some of the guys uh, from your end uh, joining us. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Goran. It was super. I really loved hearing his story and about those events. Until next week, goodbye. Get out there and play some tennis. Bye.